trying to get up to speed on the Colts? This is your one-stop shop, the Colts Daily Update. Here's your host, Matt Taylor, the voice of the Colts. Happy Hump Day. It's the midweek Colts Daily Update on this Wednesday evening. Good to be with you. I'm Matt Taylor, and the Colts return to the practice field today. Gearing up for week nine, up next, the New England Patriots at Gillette Stadium where the Colts will be looking to snap a four-game losing streak and notch their first win in New England since 2006. The Colts are 3-4-1. The Patriots are 4-4, winners of three of their last four games, despite the fact they're still in last place in the AFC East. These two teams played last season at Lucas Oil Stadium in mid-December on a night game, a Saturday night, you remember, Colts came out on top 27-17. That win snapped an eight-game losing streak to the Patriots. Frank Reich met with reporters today and was able to give some context into the moves the Colts made on Tuesday. The Colts relieved offensive coordinator Marcus Brady of his duties earlier this week. He was in year two as OC with the Colts after being promoted from quarterbacks coach in 2019 and 20. His first year with the Colts was in 18 as assistant quarterbacks coach. And Frank Reich talked today about the decision to make that move. Very, very difficult decision. Very close with Marcus. Have a lot of respect for him. A really good man, a really good coach. The whole staff, the whole building. Um, you know, ultimately as a head coach, you have to make decisions that you think are best for the team. And, um, you know, it's both things can be true. Uh, Marcus is a really good coach, a really good person, really good teammate. And sometimes it's just right for a change and there's something that makes sense for the team. And I know that Marcus is going to have a lot of success. I was fired as a coordinator. Um, yeah, I was fired as a coordinator with the Chargers, and two years later was the coordinator on a team that won the Super Bowl. So I expect Marcus Brady to have this continued success, um, and I you know, certainly wish him the best and would help him in any way I can because I think he's a good coach and a good person. And this is the first in-season coaching move that Frank Reich has made since taking the head coaching job with the Colts back in 2018. And obviously the offense has struggled this season, only 16 points per game, tied for last in turnovers, red zone inefficiencies. So why now? Frank Reich talked about why he made the move at OC eight games in. Yeah, I mean, I just think that, um, you know, trying to, looking for certain dynamics, you know, there's a, you know, I almost liken it sometimes to a, a, there's a player on a team and he's a good player, but there's not the right chemistry or there's not, something's just not gelling the way you thought it would gel. And then that player goes to another team and he succeeds wildly. Well, why is that? You know, they just fit better on another team. And sometimes I think that happens in coaching. And so, you know, I'm thankful we got a really good staff and just had envisioned certain dynamics that we were looking for um, in the building, in the room, on the field. And so that's why we made the decisions we made. But I expect Marcus is going to have great success. Again, that's Frank Reich, and he said today that he will not name an interim offensive coordinator. He's going to take on all of that uh, responsibility, all of the responsibilities that Marcus Brady was overseeing, and Frank will still call the plays, script the opening few series of the game like he always has. Uh, But the outside perception is that Marcus Brady is taking the fall or taking the heat for the Colts' unevenness on offense this season. Uh, Marcus Brady wasn't calling the plays. He didn't oversee a certain position group. And Frank Reich today commented on Marcus Brady not being the scapegoat that some have made him out to be. It's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. I understand that, and so that should fall on me. It's not Marcus. Um, He's not being scapegoated. uh, But I understand how that perception is. So um, 
you know, I have to own that, but I can tell you it's a collaborative effort. Marcus obviously is, plays a role. We're all, we, we all work together. We're all responsible um, for the work that we do. Marcus did a good job. Ultimately, I made the decision I thought was best for the team. Elsewhere, the Colts locker room today was still digesting and dealing with the fact that Naeem Hines was traded right before the trade deadline yesterday. He was dealt to the Buffalo Bills for running back Zach Moss and a conditional sixth-round pick that could turn into a fifth, and that trade comes a little bit more than a year after signing Hines to a three-year extension. And the Colts talked openly in the offseason about wanting to get Hines involved more on the offense after his touches dropped into a tie for his smallest workload last season. This season, Hines played about 30% of the snaps on offense and averaged just over six touches per game. And Frank today was asked if Hines was utilized enough. Always obvious had a vision of Naheem taking off, you know, in this offense. You know, this year I look back at it because, you know, I was assuming this question would be asked, and it's a fair question. Um... When you look at the six games that he played in, he was he was the third most targeted guy. Um, you know, it's JT, it's Pittman, and it's Naheem. The, the fact of the matter is our offense has been below average. You know, we've not produced. We've not had a lot of yards. We've not had a lot of points. So everybody's production is down in the offense this year um, to a large extent. And, you know, when I, I look back at it game by game and, you know, I was hoping to, you know, get close to 10 touches a game for him and, you know, given the context of some of those games, when you look at it game by game, it's like, yeah, it's a little bit, it was a little bit down, but I didn't think it was dramatically down relative to the other players or relative to where we were as an offense. Again, best of luck to Naeem Hines, incredibly good guy, incredibly talented as a player. Good luck to him in his new role with the Buffalo Bills. And he leaves the Colts ranked eighth in receptions by a Colts player in their first five seasons in the NFL. He also ranks seventh in catches and eighth in receiving yards all time among Colts running backs. Sam Ellinger also met with reporters today. He's fresh off his first career start against the Commanders on Sunday. Threw for 201 yards, no picks, had a rating of 100, and he talked with the media today about what he took from his first career start on Sunday. Yeah, uh, debrief is good. Obviously, take the take the first 24 hours to be able to evaluate, um, see what you did right, see what you did wrong, rescript, reframe in your mind so you can learn from uh, coverages and plays and, and what went right, what went wrong. Um, so I thought that was good. Obviously, um, they were good, and there were there were a lot of things that I need to clean up, and opportunities uh, that were missed. Um, so just looking forward to getting better this week. And dating back to college, Ellinger will now have a third different offensive coordinator, or at least a new voice leading offensive meetings, if you will, in the last three years. And he talked today about just trying to stick to a routine now that he's the starting quarterback for the Colts and a change at offensive coordinator has occurred. I think it just comes down to having a routine that stays the same regardless of the circumstance. Um, and so for me, when I was the three, it's the same routine as it is now. Um, and so regardless of you know, things changing, which is bound to happen, um, I've you know, kept everything the same, and it's provided stability for me. That's Sam Ellinger, the quarterback who's in year number two, coming off his first career start. Ryan Kelly, meanwhile, is the longest-tenured Colt, seven-plus seasons. He's the center, and he's seen just about everything in his career. How did he take the news of Brady moving on and Hines being traded as one of the leaders on offense? It's, it's certainly tough, and you know, a lot of young guys haven't really experienced that part of it. And for the most part, I've been, I really haven't experienced it in the you know, middle of the season. So, um, But I think what you have to realize is that there's another game. You know, Time doesn't stop for this. and So... Um, same same plays we've been running, you know, um, same schemes and 
um, different defense and it's a new week, you know. So um, you take the news as it comes and you keep moving forward. And I know we have a lot of pros in our, in our locker room and a lot of vets. So um, we'll do a great job out there today just, you know. When you're, when you're in the moment and you, and you have such a big task ahead of you, uh, you just take it one game at a time and one day at a time. So that's what we'll do today. That's Ryan Kelly, and the Colts made a roster move today. They signed familiar face back in the fold, Jordan Wilkins, to the practice squad. The running back returns to Indianapolis. He was waived by the Colts last October and then spent time with the Jaguars last season and then signed a one-year deal with the Titans in March but was released by Tennessee in the middle of training camp. Uh, of course, drafted by the Colts back in 2018 out of all Miss in the fifth round. He's played in 49 games with the Colts, has 951 yards on 42 carries, and good to see him back in the locker room today. Smiling face and a positive attitude. Time now for the injury report. Jonathan Taylor did not go today. He's dealing with an ankle injury, suffered on Sunday against the Commanders. So we're definitely watching how that progresses uh, throughout the week. Matt Ryan did not go today, still dealing with a shoulder injury stemming from the game against the Titans back in Week 7. Tony Brown sat out with a hamstring. Stephon Gilmore did not go with a rib injury. Dennis Kelly has a calf and an ankle problem. Grant Stewart has a pec injury. He did not play last week because of that. Limited today, Ryan Kelly with a knee and Quiddy Pay with a knee. Quiddy has missed the last three games, so good to see him out there on a limited basis today. That's all the time we've got tonight on the Colts Daily Update. We're loaded with more content for you online. The official Colts podcast from yesterday is up. Rick Venturi's thoughts on the Marcus Brady move and the trade of Naeem Hines and the blueprints to beat the Patriots. That's all available now on Inside Football, the Inside Football podcast with Rick Venturi. It's all there for you now. Colts.com, the Colts mobile app, and the Colts audio network. That's wherever you download your podcasts. Instant replay is coming up next. I'm Matt Taylor. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been the Colts Daily Update on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.